Welcome to the weekly message from Rama Family Church. It is our hope that as you listen to this message, you will come to know Jesus better and be established in your faith and equipped for the work of the ministry. You can view the sermon notes and listen online at rama.org.au forward slash media. Well, my name's Kenzie and it's such a privilege. Um, the second Sunday of every month is our healing ministry night. And Pastor Tony's asked me to minister on this particular Sunday night, so it's a it's a big privilege. And he he has just stewarded what God's given him for this night beautifully, hasn't he? And really, a huge vision. There's really three parts to the vision for this Sunday night. And um, the first part, really, being is we want people healed. We want to see people come and be healed. That was um, really a third of the ministry of Jesus while he walked here on earth. He preached, he taught, and he did what? He healed the sick. So we want the same. More than that, too, the next step is we want to empower people to walk in ministering healing. So I know I want more of that. I want to give more of that because that's, that's what God wants to give. And um, the, really the third part of the, the vision that Pastor Tony has for this particular Sunday night is I actually thought of this verse of scripture in the book of Psalms, and it's 103.7. It says that God made known his ways, can everyone say ways, to Moses, but his acts to the children of Israel. We see a big difference here in the ways of God versus the acts of God. Why? Why is there a difference? The children of Israel stood back and they were spectators of the miracle power of God coming down from heaven. Where Moses, he actually got to interact with the ways of God. And that's really the vision, the third part of this Sunday night is we want to know the ways of God in, his, in healing. He heals in all kinds of ways and different methods. And um, I don't want to just spectate the healing power of God. I want to get up close and know the nature of our healing God. Don't you? I want to know his ways, and I want to walk in his ways. So it's so special that we can actually partner with God in a very intimate way. And um, something that I just absolutely love is uh, when we hear testimonies in general, but healing testimonies, how many of you know there, there is a conviction when someone shares a way that God has healed them? And it's not just hearing about it. It's so different when you actually get to encounter a way of God, and he heals you. And um, all the different ways and methods are different. They're different. But the common denominator in every single healing testimony you will ever hear is faith. Faith. Why does God require faith? To receive anything from him. We know it is finished. 
We are well taught in this church. I don't need to tell you twice. We know it's finished. That healing, we hear this all the time. Healing is ours. Why isn't everyone healed? Why, why aren't believers appropriating it? Well, what I see in just every single testimony and from my own life is every single new time there's ever a need in our body, every single new time even you're going to minister healing to someone. How many of you know you can't look at a past experience? You actually can't. So God requires us in walking in healing, receiving healing, it's a walk of faith. And um, it helps us not walk by sight. Because we don't go off of how Joe Blow got healed then. Well, that was his personal interaction with the ways of God in healing. Where God's calling us as his children to look up afresh every time. So it becomes a living faith. And our faith then becomes anchored in the one all healing flows from. So our eyes aren't looking over here, looking over here, trying to make it work and happen. This faith, this living faith, <sighs> causes us to look at Jehovah Rapha, where everything else falls under him as the healer. Don't you love that about healing testimonies? Because you can hear how personal they are, that they, they walked with God to receive that from God. And so um, I, I just really love that in so many of these testimonies, you see how um, the Spirit of God leads people in really different ways, and there's different journeys of, of walking out um, healing, because those who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. And so to be children of God, we're being led. And so I really wanted to highlight this aspect of healing tonight. I wouldn't, I don't know if you'd call it a method, but it, it is, is, it's really actually the only way to receive healing through any other method or any other way. And, and that's through receiving by the leading and guiding and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. And I'm um, so not downplaying um, the instructions we have from the word laying hands on the sick, command of faith. I'm so not saying to stop doing those because I have to wait to, to be led. God has already said things to us. We know that to be true. But to make his word living, the Holy Spirit has to breathe on it. Isn't that so true? And so I want to look at um, receiving healing by just the indwelling of the Holy, Holy Ghost. Are you excited? I'm excited to dive in and look at the Holy Spirit's role in healing. Because his whole ministry is healing. It is one of healing. Because his whole mission is to point and magnify the healer himself. And to make that healing uh, manifest in our bodies, in our minds, and in our lives. And so um, <clears throat> I love this verse of scripture in 2 Corinthians 3, 
4 through verse 6. So let's just establish the work of the Holy Spirit a bit more, shall we? Um, At being led by him in this area of healing. 2 Corinthians 3, 4 through 6. It says, such is the confidence that we have through Christ toward God. Not that we're sufficient in ourselves to claim anything as coming from us. But our sufficiency is from God. Can we say, my sufficiency is from God. The sufficiency of my body. Go ahead and say it. The sufficiency of my body comes from God. Hallelujah. Who has made us sufficient to be ministers of a new covenant. Not of the letters, not of the law, but of the spirit. For the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. Um, we, we know and um, the Bible tells us that the strength of sin is the law. And so this verse of scripture is just reiterating that. The law actually kills. And um, I, I know I have made up my own laws in how to try to receive healing. And what do I mean by that? Where instead of having a faith in looking afresh to my healer, maybe a need pops up in my body, I'm being challenged in something, where instead of having a, a faith response by looking to my healer, I end up coming with all the what I should do, what I think I know to do, oh, the Christian thing to do is speak to it, and it's almost then a reactionary thing. How many of you have done that? Where it's, it's actually not out of faith, it's out of like a law of this is what I, I know I should do. This is the Christian thing to do. This is almost what's expected of me. And if I don't, I might look less Christian. Guys, I'm getting real here. And, um, you know, someone, someone says something, I have a sniffle. No, I command that to... You know what I mean? It's almost like, like um, a reactionary thing rather than... Um, a faith thing in God. And so um, I love that how it says the spirit gives life. And I love that word life and because it really to me speaks of a living, active, fresh relationship with the Holy Spirit that... Um, I can't go off of what I think I should do, but because it's a walk of God, I love him. I went to Bible school back in 2015, and there's a whole um, subject that our Pastor Patsy teaches called the Christian walk, which is a walk of faith. And what the Holy Spirit's job is to do is to give you something. So it's a living walk. It's a living faith. It's not... um, I'm going to just find whatever scripture, whatever thing I think will work for this time around. And yeah, okay, I'll just do that. No, what's beautiful about the role of the Holy Spirit is he will inspire something to your heart. 
And then what's great is instead of your own law, your own thing of what you think you should do to get healing, what you end up doing is exactly what he gives you. And it gives life to you. That's where there's life in then in what you do. Because what you do isn't anchored in a work of the flesh. It becomes anchored in the spirit who gives life. And it comes out of this living, breathing connection. And so then our healing ends up originating in him. Because he's already provided it. But to appropriate it, to receive it. I love that our church is called Rhema. We say it all the time. God's spoken word. And um, with that comes how Jesus said, my word is spirit. My word is life. That's beautiful about rhema is he takes that written word. I'm sure some of you have heard this before. He takes that written word, and it could be a scripture. Maybe you were even confessing. You know, it was in your list of confessions to get your healing. But the moment he gives you this word afresh, Wow, that's, that's his word to me for this situation. That, and then it becomes your bedrock on which you stand on to walk out the manifestation of your healing. And again, it, it all comes back to a living connection with a living healer. Aren't you thankful for that? So being led by the Holy Ghost in receiving healing is absolutely key, absolutely key. Um, and so um, I want to just look at that a little bit more, how um, the first thing is that we're, we can actually receive what we've been touching on really is receiving healing from the Holy Spirit to our spirit. That's what a rhema is. We, we just touched on that how he gives you a word and it's fresh, so much so it can actually uh, heal your body. And I love this in Romans chapter 8. <clears throat> it actually says how the spirit himself bears witness with our own spirit, that we are the children of God. So we receive, God can only talk to us, he can only get divine healing to us through our spirits. Otherwise it wouldn't be divine, it wouldn't be supernatural. It's a spiritual, supernatural healing. So he has to get it to our hearts. That's where healing from God originates from. Isn't that wonderful? You don't have to look far for your healing because it actually comes from the inside out. And so um, in Romans chapter 8, I didn't put the verse. I'm so sorry. But it's, oh, it's the second verse. It says, because of Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit of life has set me free from the law of sin and death. Such a powerful scripture. How many of you know that earlier in Romans chapter, chapter 4, it says that the wages of sin is death. The moment Adam and Eve chose something less than God's best, we know that that's when spiritual death entered because there was a separation from that connection to the life of God. And so... The wages of sin, the Bible tells us, is death. Well, 
what did Jesus come to be on the cross? He actually came to be sin. And that is exactly why he had to die. Because the wages of sin is death. And where that sin, all, all death, all sickness, all disease is rooted where sin originated from back in the garden. That's when man started to decay. And so Jesus was like, I'm going to come and I'm going to give life more abundantly. Life and life more abundantly. And how I'm going to do that is I have to take the root of all sickness out, which is sin, and actually become it. And I'm going to actually put death itself in the grave. I'm actually going to put sickness and disease in my own body and bring it to the gates of hell where it belongs. I love that. The law of the spirit of life has made us free from the law of sin and death. And so, hallelujah, it can, goes on. It continues, it compounds after this verse of scripture. It says, we love this verse of scripture in Romans 8, 11, that it was the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. Shall quicken your mortal body. We're talking about Jesus who had to die because the wages of sin is death. And it says he became sin who knew no sin. And because he actually became the personification of all sin, which again, sickness and disease is rooted in that. Because that's how death entered the world. That's how death entered in mankind. So how Jesus had to restore it in his, in his death was the fact that the Holy Spirit was the one who had to quicken him and make him alive. It was the Holy Spirit's work that literally raised him out, out of the depths of hell. And all that sin and death was left there. But it's that spirit that God has promised to us. Aren't you thankful we have the Holy Ghost? That death couldn't stop the Holy Spirit and get in the Holy Spirit's way because of the perfect sacrifice of Jesus. That's how much God wanted to get his spirit, his life on the inside of you. Because Jesus, when every time he talked about his death on the cross, the disciples would be like, please don't. Don't go to the cross. I love, um, not this Sunday, the Sunday before when my husband Andrew preached about the Holy Ghost. How Jesus, he really harped on how Jesus was really making big that no, it is more advantageous that I go away. I must go away. The disciples, they couldn't understand it. What's better than Jesus in the flesh? Everyone who touched him was made whole. Well, Jesus, why don't we hide you out, lock you up, and then, you know, we can just fly in people from all over the world and they can get healed that way. No, he didn't want that. He actually wanted the Holy Spirit to raise him up Seat him on high so he could pour out his very own spirit. The spirit who gives the life of God so that we don't have that disconnection anymore like in the garden. But we have a reconnection through the Holy Spirit to God's life. 
That's who's living on the inside of us. Can we say, I have the Spirit of God living in me, which means I carry the life of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, um, I had a, I think it was back in 2016, just to illustrate, so because we have the Holy Spirit, we're talking about him inspiring the way that you're to receive healing. So your faith isn't in a method. Your faith isn't in a person or some great minister who can lay hands on you and you get healed. We're looking to the Holy Spirit tonight who dwells in all of us. Isn't that great? So it's not dependent on any person. It's completely dependent on Jehovah Rapha to be healed. So, um, again, what he gives, whatever step he gives in the healing journey, because it is finished, it is ours, but the Holy Spirit gives you these specific instructions. Have you found that in your own life? And keys to unlock the healing of God, whether it be the provision of God, whatever it is. Um, it's, there's life when it originates from God. So it's not just a dead work. Um, to illustrate this, back in 2016, yes, it was my second year here in Australia. Um, love Australia. I'm so glad God brought me here. But back in 2016, Um, I started to experience horrendous um, monthly cycles. I'm going to be real with you. I'm a female. It's what I was experiencing. Horrible, honestly. I I would um, go into the ER almost every single month, and I've given birth. I can honestly say it was worse than giving birth. Um, And I went unmedicated in my birth. So, I'm just paint, painting a picture. It was, it was honestly horrible. And the moment it was over for that month, I would dread the next month. I just dread it. I just, like, I can't go through that again. And, um, and, yeah, dear Andrew, just bless him, just had to watch me go through that. And he just a lot of times felt helpless. What do I do? And so I, I started to, to really seek God. So this was my opportunity, right, to look at him afresh in faith because I had been prayed for. I'd, I'd made confessions. I'd done all the things I was taught to do. And um, not that any of it wasn't working. It was just in my heart there had to be a switch. There had to be a switch. And so um, I kind of had this sense in my heart it actually wasn't going to come in a corporate way or even through the body. It, it, it was really going to come in a very personal way between me and him. Have you ever had that before, how you kind of sense how, how something God's going to get to you? You don't know exactly what it looks like. And it wasn't a, I don't need pay, people praying for me. I don't want people, you know, I'm shutting everyone out. I, I told the, the right people to stand with me. So I'm not saying isolate. That's not what I did. But I I just had this from the Holy Ghost, this strong sense in my heart. It's going to come to you, but from me directly. And I was 
I even went to like a GP and they were like, you know, there's no cure for you. You just have to deal with this basically until you no longer have your monthly cycle. I'm like, I don't want to do that. And um, <clears throat> I was reading, I'm so sorry, I didn't write down the exact reference, but it was in one of the gospels when um, the account of the woman with the issue of blood. And I, you know, the Lord, he inspired me. The Holy Spirit was like, go there and read that story. And I was like, typical. I've read this story a million times. <laughs> and, um, you know, have, have you ever had an attitude with God? I know that scripture. And he's like, it's different this time. Go, go, or else you'll miss out. And um, so I went, talk about my rhema. And, and um, I don't know if it's Matthew or Mark. I think it's one of the M's out of the Gospels. But it says in the Amplified Translation, that the woman, when she touched the hem of his garment, she was healed at the source of her infirmity. And I saw that. I was like, Lord, doctors don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know what's wrong with me. But you know the source of this infirmity. You know exactly what it is. And I just received that word. I tell you what, it was what you call a light bulb moment from God. And um, they, ha they put me on the pill because they said, basically, that's your only cure. Let's go on the pill. And I was just having horrible side effects. I didn't like being on it. And um, I just knew I actually went off of it the next month. And then the next month, I was fine. And then the next month, I was fine. I was completely healed of those horrible cycles. And they found, it was interesting, they ended up doing an internal like ultrasound and ultrasound on me. And they saw, they said, you actually had adenomyosis, not endometriosis. It's like a cousin horrible disease from hell that it's a kind of a cousin thing to it. It's called adenomyosis. You literally have blood clots on your uterus and, and your hormones every month, it reacts to those blood clots. And that's why I'd just be in wrenching pain. And I'm thinking to myself, well, I've had, I've had nothing. I've had nothing since. Well, um, I'm so thankful for the leading of the Holy Ghost because I wouldn't have been walked out healed if I hadn't have gotten hungry, not even for a healing, but just hungry for my healer, hungry for him. And... Um, Probably about a year and a half later, it tried to come back up. I don't know if you've ever had that happen in your body. It tried to come back up. And um, uh, just out of nowhere. And I was hunched over in bed. I remember I was absolutely hunched over in bed. And I was like, Lord, I know you've healed me. And I said that scripture. I've been healed at the source. And he said, okay, if you've been healed at the source then why are you bowing down to it? I was in a literal bowed, hunched position. And he said, okay, time to stop bowing down to it. You need to get up and praise me. Oh, man. And in so much pain, I got up and I started to sing. I started to praise. It wasn't because, oh, I've heard singing unlocks healing. No, it was God gave it. It was fresh that time. And I tell you what, that thing hasn't come back since. Aren't you glad? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
So, so that's from the Holy Ghost to your spirit. Aren't you thankful that we have him 24-7 to walk in and be led by him every single day? We can't go off of stale bread. We have fresh bread every day that the Holy Spirit can give from our Lord Jesus, especially when it comes to our bodies. He wants to talk to us about our bodies. He wants to talk to us about our minds, that we have a sound mind because of the Holy Spirit. Okay, the um, second <clears throat> way that the Holy Spirit works in healing is actually the ministry of the Holy Spirit in a corporate setting or through the body of Christ. And um, the, the Bible tells us that each of us has received a measure of the Holy Ghost. How many of you know when you combine each measure of the Spirit and you bring it all together, you just get more of the Holy Ghost? You get more of the presence of God. And that's why we talk about this wonderful corporate anointing. Why? Because the Spirit's been multiplied. Because we're all here. That's why the Bible exhorts us to continue to gather. And um, I tell you what, when believers gather, that's, God can move. He can perform miracles. He can minister his healing. He can minister his truth. And um, in Ephesians 2, 21 through 22... It says, in whom the whole structure is joined together, and it continues to increase, growing into a holy temple in the Lord, a sanctuary dedicated, set apart, and sacred to the presence of God. In him and in fellowship with one another, I'm reading out of the Amplified, the woman's Bible, and in fellowship with one another, you also are being built together into a dwelling place of God in the spirit. We know our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Um, but when there's a coming together, you get a greater, again, measure of the spirit, and you see a greater image of the dwelling place that God desires how many of you know in that dwelling place, God in sickness, death, they can't cohabitate. They actually can't. And um, I, just, I, was, I was just looking at this, how it says being built up, built up together. Sickness is debilitating. It tears you down. Whereas God's desire in his church is to build us up, including our bodies. When our bodies are whole, when our bodies are healed, how many of you know it glorifies our Father and who he is? And in this verse of scripture, it's telling us it comes in the spirit, but only when we're together. I really believe that there are healings that can only take place from God when we gather. I really believe that. I really do. Actually, um, Pastor Jenny, um, before they left, it was a number of weeks ago, um, she really shared on this beautifully. I, I so recommend you go back and listen about being healed through connection in the body. Oh, it's so powerful. Um, again, you, you can have... A whole series <laughs> of teaching on it. But um, it's interesting because in th uh, this 
verse of scripture and another verse of scripture. When it comes to the ministry of the Holy Ghost, it's interesting that God chose um, very communal ways to get healing. And that is through the laying on of hands. That's if any of you are sick, call for the elders of the church. It's interesting how we see that um, these ways healing comes is through the body, through the body of Christ. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, so to receive healing, um, I, I just, I'll use an example of this through the laying on of hands. Because again, when these are inspired of God, so powerful. And um, I'll share another testimony of my own life. <laughs> I'll be my own, my own example. But uh, when I came to Australia, so again, back in 2015, I actually came with um, parasites in my blood. I, I contracted parasites. Um, I was visiting some family friends in South Africa the year before. And um, I contracted parasites. And I started to feel really unwell, horrible. And I, um, I went and I got blood work done. <laughs> and I, oh my goodness, this wretched thing they pulled up that was just in my blood. It looked so demonic, just in my blood, in my body. And um, it was making my hair fall out. I was fatigued all the time. My, my appetite was like all over the place. Um, I dropped so much weight from it. Um, so I just, I didn't look healthy. <laughs> and um, I knew, and I came, um, before coming to Australia, I was seeing a naturopath as well as a GP. And I literally came with a bag of like 25 pills to cleanse my body, to get these parasites out of my blood. And um, it was probably the fourth week of literally being in Australia. Um, you know what the, the service, the sermon was about? was about the blood of Jesus. <laughs> Talk about being inspired by God, by the Holy Ghost. And they said this, this scripture, um, it's more used in an Old Testament context um, when it comes to you know, the animal sacrifices they had to do. And it says that the life is in the blood. And if any of you have ever studied um, any form of human physiology, a baseline truth is if you don't have oxygenated blood pumping through your body, your organs just cease to exist. You, you literally need oxygenated blood, living blood. The oxygen is what makes it living <laughs> and um, to, to make your body work. And um, the, the Lord, talk about the Holy, it was kind of a two-part of receiving through my own spirit and in a corporate way because it was corporate. I was receiving from someone being inspired by the Holy Ghost. And so he highlighted that scripture and the Lord kind of um, expounded on it. And it was... Um, the, the life of my blood is so strong, it can affect the life of your blood and cleanse it. That's what he said to me. And I was like, oh, thank you, Lord. And I, I was just, I remember I was right over there, right over there in that row. And I was just praising him. I was just like, Lord, thank you. And, but I felt in my heart, I, it wasn't quite done yet. Well, 
um, I can't even remember who was preaching, if it was Pastor Tony or someone else, but just out of nowhere was like, we got to lay hands on people. There are people in here need their hands laid on them. So it wasn't just his idea, wasn't, oh, this is, this is a good thing to do. It was the Holy Spirit was like, we need to do this now. And um, anyways, I'm standing there. And um, right as he said that, it bore witness with my spirit. The Holy Spirit was like, you need to go up. So again, it wasn't, oh, I think this is the right thing to do. Yes, do we go up in healing lines? Because it, God tells us to lay hands on the sick? Of course. I just remember for this particular time, it was so strong where it's like, you need to go up. I actually am instructing you, leading you, guiding you to go up to that healing line. And because God gave me that instruction, my faith then wasn't even in the method. It was actually just my eyes were on him. So when I went up there and hands were laid on me, I, I just fell under the power of God. And I knew I was healed. Hallelujah. And I got blood work done. No more parasites. Completely clean. Hallelujah. And um, I just had energy back. I had life back in me. You know, being such a young person, just feeling so like, huh. I was so glad. I had just a skip in my step again. I was me again. That's what God's life does. Hallelujah. And so I would have never received that healing of the, through the Holy Ghost if it wasn't in the setting of the body. Of the body. Another way uh, that God works in the body is through ministering gifts of the Spirit. Gifts of the Spirit. And um, whether it be words of knowledge, words of wisdom. And um, what's really interesting about this operation of God, especially when it comes to healing, um, a, a lot of times, you know, we've seen Jesus heal or minister healing in kind of unusual ways, like spitting in dirt, making mud, putting it on someone's eyes. Um, or maybe the gift of faith comes on someone. And I've heard, you know, seen these testimonies of tumors literally getting physically punched out of people because God inspired them. And um, so what I love about this operation of the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit is um, the fact it can even get past these hindrances in, in people's souls that, that end up becoming barricades from receiving their healing. It could be envy, it could be strife, it could be unforgiveness. I mean, the Bible even tells us envy actually can rot the bones. <laughs> rot the bones. Um, you know, Jesus said, if you retain the sins of anyone, they'll be retained. And often the, those, those um, harboring can show up in your body. How many of you have felt sick from being in strife, maybe, in, in a relationship, and it just makes you hunch over and like, God, this isn't right. And your body actually can ache from it. And so um, what I love about this operation of the Holy Spirit is um, he's given us the keys of the kingdom and the Holy Spirit can literally have that one key to unlock that person where they're bound up maybe in their soul. Just that one word, that one thing, and it just paves the way for them to receive healing in their body. I have an example of this. There was um, 
we had a seminar here, and there was a lady who came up for prayer, and I, I was standing in the ministry line, and I went to lay hands on her. Okay, this is what I'm, I'm to do, right? I couldn't. I just went, and I, I actually couldn't. And um, all I heard in my heart, unforgiveness. So clear. It was a word of knowledge. And um, I said, dear woman, is there anyone in your life that you need to forgive? Oh, my gosh, her countenance changed. It went from being really sweet and in the presence of God to honestly a face change. It, it was almost like contorted and, and like my auntie. Like this anger, this rage. She had a tumor in her nose. She, that's what she came up for prayer for. And I was like, okay, thank you, Lord. <laughs> you know, the, just the anger I, I saw. And I was like, and she was telling me my auntie did all these things and this and that. And I said, you know, I really believe um, just as God, as you receive the forgiveness of God for yourself, just give it to her right now, freely, free of charge. She might not ever apologize to you, but you've received so freely from God. Now's your time to give it. The presence of God got so strong. She said, I forgive her for this. I forgive her for that. And she got really specific. And um, as she's forgiving, her tumor is clearing up. Literally, you could hear it popping, popping, popping. And she's like, oh, I can breathe. I can actually breathe through my nose. She's like, like just dancing and rejoicing. You know why? Her heart was freed. Her heart was freed. And it freed up this weird thing that manifested in her nose. Aren't you so thankful for the operations of the Holy Ghost in our lives? Hallelujah. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm sure there's just many more testimonies we could share, hey? Honestly. Um, you know, I wanted to just lead us in a confession together. Um, to just really acknowledge and, and solidify um, what we've been hearing tonight. Aren't you thankful for who he is? What he's done in our lives? Hallelujah. Healing is ours. Can we say this? I have the life of God in me. Go ahead and lay hands on yourself. I have the life of God in me because the spirit of God lives in me. I have been made a minister of a new covenant, a minister of the spirit. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead quickens my mortal body. The Holy Spirit enables me to walk in the God kind of life every day. The Holy Spirit enables me to minister God's healing to others. Hallelujah. Amen. Can I pray for you? Thank you, Father. Oh, Lord, we're just so thankful that in sending your son, he made a way to actually send the Holy Spirit. 
Oh, we just magnify you. We magnify and make big of the ministry of the Holy Spirit in healing. That his ministry is one of healing, one of wholeness, one of communicating the heart of God to the believer. Hallelujah. Why don't you just praise him and pray for a little bit? Oh, thank you, Jesus. You are Jehovah Rapha, our healer. Thank you for the ministry of the Spirit to bring light to these areas. And that light is the life of all men. Oh, Lord, you're faithful. Help us walk this out. Lord, we look to you for grace to walk this out. We look to you for wisdom to walk and know the ways of the Spirit. Oh, Lord, we desire, we're hungry for the ways of the Holy Ghost. And they kay, 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 and they kay. And there isn't anything too big for you. And there isn't anything too large for you. And there isn't anything too small that you care about. Hallelujah. For I've sent my spirit, I've sent my spirit to live among my people and get on the inside of my people so that we can triumph in every area. We can triumph over sickness. We can triumph over disease. We can triumph over mental illnesses. Hallelujah. We thank you that the peace of God that comes through the ministry of the Holy Spirit is working in people's minds, Lord, this evening, working in in those who are watching online. Hallelujah, because your kingdom of the Holy Spirit is righteousness, is peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Oh, Lord, we thank you. We thank you that the Spirit only gives life. We thank you that we're reconnected to you and the God kind of life, that we're not devoid of real life, but your life, Lord, I pray your life continues to overflow every person in this room. Hallelujah. And those watching online, life and life more abundantly to them. In Jesus' name, we trust you. We trust you in your leading. You're a good leader. We give you glory for what you've given tonight. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. You know? I believe there are people this week he wants us to minister the life of God to. And you're equipped, not out of your own efforts, your own strength, but because the Holy Spirit has equipped you for every good work in Christ Jesus. And healing is a good work. Aren't you glad? We could just stay here, couldn't we? Hmm. God bless you all. It's so hard to leave. (laughs) It's hard to close, isn't it? When you're in his presence together. Hmm. God loves you. He's for you. And um, he's going to guide us this week. Amen? Every day we get to look at him afresh. 
for that fresh leading. Amen. Yesterday's gone. Today's today. So we won't harden our hearts to his voice. Amen. God bless you all. If you would like more information or resources on this or other topics, or if you would like to sow into this ministry financially to help us share messages just like this one each week, please visit our website at brainer.org.au.